I mean, these are the things that I think about. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be, and welcome to It's So Real. With your boy Oso. And your girl Rocky. What's good, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the show. Another one, and this is part three. Part three, god damn, really? our Finding Balance series. Wow. We had three already? We had three. Damn. Okay. So remember to check out part one, divine masculine and feminine energy. Part two, how to become a balanced man. Mm -hmm. And then look out for part four next week, which is going to be how to have a balanced relationship. Ah, Mm. I see what we did there. You know. And by we, I mean her, because she, you know, plotting all this. (laughs) I got plenty of thoughts, but that comes to the organization. uh, That is my strength. Yes. Oh, look, an example of our balanced relationship. Hey. And us looking at our individual strengths and deciding the roles accordingly. Right, instead of just forcing it based on gender norms that were passed down to us, which don't necessarily make for the best execution of things in the present. But you know, more on that in the next episode. Right. <laughs> so today's show is going to be how to oop, <laughs> how to be, how to become a balanced woman. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to leave and answering the questions. <laughs> Oh, so we'll pop in. You right, know. I'm gonna, you know, double dutch it up. I'm yeah. Hop, in, <laughs> hop on out, hop in, hop on out. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all. But uh, yeah, this is mainly just like how last time uh, I was uh, basically speaking about the opinions uh, from a male's perspective. I want to hear Rocky's perspective because she's a woman and she has that perspective going into this when it comes to being balanced and what a woman might need to do, uh, what aspects of womanhood and femininity might need to take in, uh, into consideration stuff that I might have like blind spots to just because I'm a man and I just haven't had the lived, lived experience of being a woman so you know that's just how it is so it's not like a biased thing it's just going with the episode so if you want to hear more of my opinions on stuff check out the last episode it was more about yes. masculinity and being balanced man um, but this episode Take it away, baby. It's all yours. (laughs) Okay. So first, I kind of want to explain my thought process as far as how I got to this concept of balance and this concept of uh, becoming a balanced woman and Mm -hmm. things like that. So hold on. I'm scrolling to find. There we go. (laughs) Um, So a a couple things have happened Uh, with trans awareness looking at trans women coming into womanhood, seeing what similarities we share, but also allowing me to question myself as a cis woman and asking myself, what does it mean to be a cis woman? What is our womanhood there? Mm. And also in combination with Oso and I beginning to create rites of passage for our children Mm. and trying to figure out what I want to teach our daughters about womanhood. And it's, it's, I'm still, I'm learning about culture in my anthropology class. Yay, so excited. <laughs> but um, so it's definitely giving me language to help deconstruct what I'm kind of seeking, but I don't have the resources for it. And when I went looking for the resources of what it means to be a woman, what's womanhood, all of that, mm-hmm. I saw 
two very different things. Okay. So beginning, beginning the show with what is a balanced woman. First, you have to look at what exists currently. Cause again, I'm not finding what I'm looking for. I'm finding what exists currently Okay. and what exists currently mm-hmm. is a part of the past and a part of the present, but nothing is really like, let's create the future. What do we want for womanhood? And that's, especially for my children, that's what I'm looking for. Mm. So I was like, well, if I can't find it, let me do the damn thing myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, okay. So in addressing the past, right, you have to look at the traditional woman. Okay. So Break the, that down. So the traditional woman, much like the traditional man, mm-hmm. is based within a patriarchal society. Okay. So the traditional man is more of the masculine extreme, whereas the traditional woman is more of the feminine extreme, okay? And within that, I've seen, that's, wh- that's where the gender roles are constructed, right? The gender roles within our relationships, that's where they're coming from, okay? And I've seen women in those gender roles lose their own individual identity as a wife, as a mother. They get lost because it's not, there's not room for that exploration because those gender roles are so rigid, right? It's like, yeah, again, white America in the 50s in in suburbia put out this propaganda of the woman being the stay-at-home wife. Again, black women have had an entirely different experience Mm -hmm. from the beginning of the forced, what they call it, migration? (laughs) From Uh, the enslavement of our ancestors, y'all. I I can't even deal with the term. They be coming with all types of terms. They really be trying to to try and sugarcoat. Like, nah, y'all was some trash. Y'all was some trash. Trying to make it seem like it wasn't as bad. (laughs) Yeah, they try. They try. You know, that supremacy be deep. But anyways, so yeah, black women haven't had that stay-at-home wife experience. So the fact that at all. so the fact that these generals are placed on black relationships, I'm like, where the fuck did this come from? Yeah. Like black women have always been working. Where who was home? Who was in suburbia? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't. Please again, let me know in the comments it's below. One division, though. I again, that was white America. I don't. I'm. We weren't. No. Anyways, so um. So that's the the feminine extreme. That's the traditional woman, mm-hmm. right? Um, she's yeah taking home, care of the the home, the kids. She's not working, um, and I think you talked about it a little bit in How to Become a Balanced Man, where things changed with the war. Forget which war. Uh, well, I mean both of them really affected, but more so World War Two, Vietnam War. Those wars were the ones that like men had to get up out of there and women really took had to take on the role of being the provider in Mm -hmm. order to they went into the workforce yeah right no there's like no choice exactly so in this dynamic when the men came home from war the women was like hey i kind of like working i don't really want to go back in the house Okay, so that leads us to the modern woman. And the modern woman is more in her masculine extreme. Mm. She's, and this, for black women, 
we are in that that masculine extreme like we are getting our degrees we're becoming ceos we're opening our own businesses we're traveling we are living our best individual single lives we are doing it right single lives you know (laughs) so that leads us to what is a balanced woman right it is not either extreme it's someone who is able to be fluid and access each of those energies depending on when it's needed yep just like how we talked about with masculinity you know with the man because with man we were talking about both masculine and feminine energy Mm -hmm. yes um but yes it's based on when it's needed so in the work world because it's a patriarchal system yes women we have to be in our masculine energy but that's also like task oriented assertiveness confidence like you're getting shit done you are handling your business and that is beautiful in in the work world right but feminine energy is more relationship oriented mm-hmm. right it's more about you know, softness, uh, communication, emotions, nurturing those relationships. And that's where it just depends on the need. It just depends on the need, you know? Did you have any comments to um, what is a balanced woman? No, I just think, it, like, to your point, and it's what we were talking about in the previous episode when it comes to men and being balanced, it's all about that awareness of those energies within you and then you being able to with that awareness apply when to exert that energy in that situation Mm -hmm. so yeah if you're a teacher and you need to discipline the students to make sure that everybody in the class is actually paying attention you may have to tap into your masculine side but if a child is failing or is something's going on at home and you're noticing like something's wrong with a child's performance mm-hmm. you don't want to go in all rah-rah like you're gonna fail you're the worst that's not gonna be helpful you might have to tap into your femininity and then be like what's going on how can i help why are you acting like this why are your grades slipping at this time mm-hmm. of year before you used to be such a good student etc cetera, etc cetera. you know like that's all that's what it's about and those are the people who when, when that even that teacher I just described, you would describe that as being a good teacher, right? like somebody who exactly. knows what they're doing. The same thing applies to every, I think, every job, every relationship, everything. Like if you're aware of your masculine and feminine energy, and you know when to show up, and where to show up, mm-hmm. you become the best version of yourself. Because those are two very in, like crucial parts of who you are. Not saying it's everything, but those are very, very crucial parts of who we are as human beings. So if we're able to really tap into those and know when to, we become the best version of ourselves. And I think that's the win, that balance, you know? And again, these duality of energies exist within each of us. Mm -hmm. Whether you accept them, present them or not, (laughs) they still there, right? And there's definitely a need there. Like... That one position as a teacher, which great analogy, babe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Trying to work on them, y'all. Know? Trying to make sure everybody, <laughs> audience, can understand and get these concepts. Yes, because they're important. But it's 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 finding that need mm-hmm. and just being able to be fluid with it. Like that's that's what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what's next? What, what else you got? What you got? All right. So <laughs> the next one is where did you learn how to be feminine? Ooh. 
Where did I just can like I said I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> I did not learn. I guess I could answer this later, but go ahead. I want to hear your opinion. Okay, so the reason I asked this question is because again we still live in a patriarchal system, and right. again these gender roles haven't really been challenged. Okay, like yes we're living in a new day and age. Uh, people, we're not going back to the 50s in white America suburbia because <laughs> again that wasn't Black America. <laughs> Anyways, um, but like actually questioning where you learned how to be feminine. Was it like my mom who cooked, cleaned, she took care of the house and home, she was present at like all of my events and you know, like she was there. Okay. She was also working, but she was there. So would you describe her as mostly feminine? She was definitely feminine dominant. Okay. Definitely feminine dominant. However, I saw some of the toxicities within that rigid structure because of expectations as well as pressure. Like, if you're working as a woman and take care of the house and home and the kids, that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of work. Like, like stay-at-home moms, that's a job. Yeah. You know, sure. like this is hella work. Like I don't want to do it. That's, that's a job. Like if you're taking if you're taking care of the household, that's a job. Yeah. Like that's like I don't want job. that job. Can we hire somebody? I want to spend quality time with my kids, not feel like they're a job. <laughs> mm. You know, like that's that's not me. Um, and I saw some of that, right? Um, she's obviously in a different place now because you know her kids are grown. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's where I learned about how to be feminine. And I was really, again, when I'm curious about womanhood and, and feminine energy and what I want to teach my daughters, I was really trying to find where to learn about feminine energy outside of a patriarchal system. Because mm. again, looking to that future where we're just equal and there is no superiority, it's just, what does that look like, right? So I think going into what the example that we used uh with how to become a balanced man last week where we're looking at mind body and spirit right right like looking at that and that is a way we can look outside of the gender roles that exist in the patriarchy mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right okay so how does feminine energy present in the mind and we talked about this last time with with men feminine energy presents in the mind through emotional intelligence being able to healthily express your emotions, being able to regulate your emotions, being able to communicate effectively. Like it's it's really in your understanding of your emotions without projecting your emotions. Does that make sense? For me, you know, yeah. hopefully the audience gets it. You Did know? I get it? <laughs> um, would you Let me know in the comments below. <laughs> would you have any more say about you know, feminine in the mind? Do you have any other thoughts outside of emotional intelligence? Um, emotional intelligence, yeah, like, uh, I was just, like, piggyback over what you're saying, not saying anything different necessarily. Mm -hmm. Like, um, yeah, it's, it's your mentality going into certain situations. So, like, you may have, like, a softer mentality which allows for mm. that conversation to even take place. Yes. So, like, your, your initial approach may be softer which allows for communication to be had versus you going in with the mentality of mm -hmm. like yo rah rah mm -hmm. <laughs> i gotta do what mm -hmm. i gotta do and then you get that same reaction from somebody else who might be masculine mm -hmm. dominant or somebody who might just not take that approach in the, in the same way 
For sure. And that definitely reminds me of a task I'm on right now is learning softer communication. Like, again, individually, I am mask energy dominant, meaning my natural leaning is to be in my mask energy. I'm finding balance. I'm reconnecting with my feminine energy and I'm fluid in both. But it's I'm definitely like that's my natural leaning Mm. and and reconnecting with my feminine energy it is understanding softer communication and this has been some of the issues within our communication is that i'm coming to you with mask and you're like well i ain't about to (laughs) sit here and be masked with you because that's not effective to the communication and it's me learning to be softer and shout out to evelyn who's been teaching me this (laughs) um because yeah she's been on that journey as well and it, it is it's it's that saying it's not about what you say it's how you say it yeah it's all about how you say it yeah like if you saying some bullshit i'm not gonna listen to you anyway mm-hmm. but if you saying <laughs> if you yeah, yeah so like, like, dismiss that part yeah. but if you say something valid and you actually want me to hear it why don't you present it in that way it's, it's like yeah it's like the message versus the messenger mm-hmm. if the postman comes in here and kicks the package I mean, and just do y'all ever watch it all over the floor i'm like jeez man it's like i i might look at the package like why the fuck would i take this this mm-hmm. is unacceptable even though that same package might have something great in it you know it's about like how did you deliver that yeah so delivery is, is huge yeah. Mm-hmm. So I am I'm learning that. Ooh, you know what? I can so. say with communication cuz I was just um in my meeting yesterday mm-hmm. and they were talking about the touchstones and all of it was like fem energy communication. And I was like, "Oh, I need this for my life." So let's take a moment and talk about some of these. Okay. If I can pull it up rather quickly let's see (laughs) i think it's in my email okay if you can't suck it we got plenty of material for for the episode but i know but this would be really nice to hear because again we're talking about how to become a balanced woman and and what i want to what i want to say is that did she email it hmm Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> like I said, it's all good if you can. Wait, no, it. I think I did put it in my drive. Right, Where see. did I put it? <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I figured it out. Okay, great. But and and I, I want <laughs> women to to really like question where are you in your feminine energy? Mm. Okay, because again, that's not really acceptable in the work world. Again, male dominated, right? It's not to be acceptable to be emotional, even though there is plenty of room for femme energy in the work world. Like when you're working in groups, femme energy is more so needed. Yes, you need to get a mass or a task accomplished, but you also need to work together and collaborate, mm-hmm. you know? So like there's definitely some room for that. And again, a balanced work world, but that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> so so but yeah asking it's yourself true. where are if you are single right now where are you in your feminine energy where do you have exploration of that i know i've had that when i was working with children like that was definitely but and that was i was working with children for a long time mm-hmm. but when i stopped i feel like that's when i also noticed the disconnection with my feminine energy as well because i didn't have that consistent access to it but relationships are one way and even if it's 
not even a romantic relationship, even if it's with your girls, like having those moments of vulnerability, those moments of softer communication and focusing on the relationship and the love and the nurturing of it and healing and stuff like that. Like there's definitely room, but we have to be intentional about it because for those of us who are mask dominant, like that's, you got to think about it, <laughs> you know, because it, it's not a culture that we're raised in. Like we're not raised because we live in a patriarchal society. We're not raised to celebrate the feminine energy. Remember, it's man over woman, mind over body, logic over emotion. Like we don't celebrate the feminine energy. So part of that balance is bringing it up. Like, no, we're all mask and feminine are equal playing fields. They're both needed. They're both important, right? So being intentional about actually accessing that, you know? And for those who are femme dominant, making sure that you have your boundaries, you know, you're able to, to be in your mask energy when that's needed as well. But I'll talk about that a little bit more, but I have it pulled up, so I'm gonna read it. Okay. So this is the touchstones for sisters mentally mobilized. Um, I may not read all of them. Yeah, cause some of them are just specific to the sister circles. Um, but I wanted to touch on some that are definitely more feminine energy. Yeah, um, so bear with me <laughs> while I read this and see if you can tell how this is feminine energy, how this is softer communication and how this would be effective in working with other people, okay? I'm curious about your thoughts as well. Okay. All right. I'm hanging back. <laughs> <laughs> Be present as fully as possible. Be here with your doubts, fears, and failings, as well as convictions, joys, and successes. You're listening as well as you're speaking. Speak your truth in ways that respect other people's truths. Hmm. Our views of reality, reality may differ, but speaking one's truth in a sister circle of trust does not mean interrupting, correcting, or debating what others say. Hmm. Speak. I have problems with that. Huh? So you have problems with that? Yeah, I forgot about these touchstones. <laughs> like we revisited them yesterday, and I was like. Oh yeah, this is important. <laughs> ah, again, feminine energy, softer communication. <laughs> At times. <laughs> uh, speak from your center to the center of the circle using I mm. statements, trusting people to do their own sitting and winnowing. Ooh. You good? You tired over there? No, it's saying. Why are you? Because I keep hearing the y'all. <laughs> yeah, but they can't. Why are you over you know, here blowing up the spot? Well, listen, doing? it was distracting to me. Okay. <laughs> no fixing, saving, advising, or correcting each other. This is one of the hardest guidelines for those of us in the strong black woman category. But it is vital mm. to welcoming the soul, to making space for the inner teacher. when the going get rough turn to wonder if you feel judgmental or defensive ask yourself i wonder what brought her to this belief 
I wonder what he's feeling right now. Hmm. I wonder what my reaction teaches me about myself. Set aside judgment and listen to others and yourself more deeply. Attend to your own inner teacher. We learn from others, of course, but as we explore poems, stories, questions, and silence in our sister circle of trust, we have a special opportunity to learn from within. So pay close attention to your own reactions and responses to your most important teacher. Hmm. This one I loved. Trust and learn from the silence. Silence is a gift in our noisy world and a way of knowing in itself. Treat silence as a member of the group. After someone has spoken, take time to reflect without immediately filling the space with words. That's all I'm gonna read. There's more, but that's specific to the sister circles. So what are your thoughts? <laughs> I mean, those are, were good. Like, I feel like they were just, I, I don't know what you want me to say about those. <laughs> well, to me, yeah, that was like, that was eye-opening. Because, again, I've been searching for, like, <laughs> you know, Evelyn tried to help me <laughs> with the softer communication. But it, it's, you know, me and my analysis, like, I'm looking for specific strategies and how-tos and stuff. Um, like, steps in the process and... She was like, you know, kind of do this. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like it, to me, what I got from her was intentionality, like it, being intentional and in trying to be softer in my communication. Like, so just having that intention uh, helped, you know, cause it's just like, I'm not automatically going with my mask energy, but that right there was like the strategies. Like, mm. this is how you practice softer communication. This is how you practice your feminine energy. I mean, to me, it, it maybe it's because it's something I'm uh, just like aware of, and just mm -hmm. like uh, I've practiced. Mm -hmm. Maybe I don't even know how I've gotten it at this point. But oh, you're I, very diplomatic. Like yeah, you yeah. are, you and I'd be telling you, you have it, and I don't. <laughs> I, I just, I, I just look at it like just that same way. Well, one, I think of it in, in, from an empathy standpoint. Like I don't want nobody talking crazy to me, so I don't talk crazy to anybody. You know, like, I just don't. Like, I don't want any interaction to be but like But see, it ain't even crazy to me. Like, when I be in my mask, I just be spitting facts. And again, it's not that I'm wrong. It's just how I'm delivering it. Yeah. But I wouldn't have any problems with somebody delivering it to me like that. Yes, you would. No, I wouldn't. I'd be like, okay, true. That's the facts. All right. <laughs> like, I don't. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't. Yeah, no. Nah. You've had plenty of times where something factual was said to you. Mm -hmm. But because of the way it was said to you or the way that you were feeling, at the time, you did not take it that way. With That's you? That's most people. That's human beings. With That's you? not even just me. Yes, me. But not just me. That's just human beings, which is my whole point. How you recall. deliver something is so <laughs> crucial. It doesn't matter whether you're right or not. I Again, to the male... Let's go back to the male man or a male person example. Mm -hmm. Like, if I got the right address and I bring you the right package and it's your Christmas gift... If I don't deliver it in the right way, it doesn't matter how happy or great the gift is or how happy of a mood you were before. If you see a fucked up box that's been kicked around, put in the mud, tarnished and, and just trashed 
but it still got that great gift within it, you're going to be pissed off about the way that it was delivered to you. So it doesn't matter how right you were. You got the right to address. Everything was cool, but you delivered it all types of fucked up. So no matter what, human beings don't react well to that because we have that automatic defense mechanism of verbal. If you've been attacked verbally, if like mm. you, you see when somebody is being aggressive, tone is a thing. There's a reason why certain frequencies get a certain reaction and others don't. And I just learned in my cultural anthropology class, uh, specifically on the chapter of language, studying linguistic anthropology, is that there is an actual study <laughs> of the tones, the sounds, the gestures, and that in texting, email, social media, it is lost due to... Lack of practice. <laughs> no, it's it was a word, kinesis or something, and then paralanguage. And it's basically like what happens when you're face to face and you're able to read body language, you're able to hear tone mm -hmm. like that is lost when it's just words. And we're having a tough time like bridging that. Mm -hmm. That's very true. How many times have uh, women, well, at least I, in my profession, again, obviously I'm using my own example as a therapist. How many times have I heard women clients who have gotten catfish, but not like catfish by like, necessarily the guy doesn't look the same but like the personality isn't the same or he can't hold a conversation mm. outside of text or outside of whatever medium it was the dms That's or whatever it was that happens all the time really all the time because mm. yeah you, you can be totally different online it's the same thing as uh i think charlemagne did this where he took a bunch of comedians that were funny on twitter but then tried to put them on the show and then they couldn't be funny because this is a different medium like 40, uh, 140 characters, boom, 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 quick. Mm -hmm. It's a little quick instant gratification, but when you have to deal with timing and 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 rhythm of a, of a natural conversation, it gets thrown off when you're just like reading something. It's totally different vibe. Mm. Interesting. But yeah, it, it all comes down to the delivery and tone. That's huge. It's huge for when you want to accept a certain message, especially if it's something that you don't want to hear. If it's something you know you have to do, but you don't want to hear it, why would you want to hear it in the worst way possible? If you know you got to do something and you are like, fuck, I know I'm about to hear about this, which way would make you actually do it more? You just got to think about shit like that. It, if somebody yells at me about something that I know I'm going to want to, I'm going to have to do anyway, would that make me more likely to do it? <laughs> but see, like, again, it's it's not even, like, you're looking at the, like, there's an attack. Whereas, like, when we were trying to uh, organize your stuff for licensure, like, again, mm -hmm. I was presenting with my mask. I was like, okay, we need to do this. It was very task-oriented. And what you needed in that moment was my femme energy. Because you, it was you already anxious about that process and the steps and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So me coming to you with my mask wasn't helpful to you. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't like I was attacking you. That's just how I think in my head because of my mask dominance. Yeah, it's just the same. It's the same like conversation. It's like you could be right about everything, mm -hmm. but if you don't say it in the right way, it doesn't really. It's not that it doesn't matter. It's just that it won't get received in the right way. And that can delay the process. And if your overall goal is to get things done in the most efficient way, 
then you taking seconds. It's so crazy how it's always flipped. Mm-hmm. It's like nobody says take a few seconds to say that in the right way so that I can hear it and do it well. Mm-hmm. It's always like you should do this quickly and that's why I'm saying it so loudly and aggressively. <laughs> Nobody ever says like, yo, if I take two seconds to not be so loud and aggressive, someone might be able to hear me and then we can get this shit done and, quicker. And, Versus you yelling and then that person had them think like, man, let me calm myself down. Somebody just yelled the fuck at me. I gotta calm myself down before I yell like them and then we go at each other like that. I see it all the time versus when people say it in a nice, polite way. They're like, oh, problem i got that matter of fact i'm gonna get in on that right now but but see i still think like that that was a moment where my femme energy was needed because i needed to be considerate of how you were feeling Mm -hmm. versus like me and my mass dominance naturally that's how i approached my own process of licensure it's just like okay get things done get the i wasn't in my femme energy I was fine with the application. It was the damn test that I was tripping about. I had a lot riding on that test, though. It was just a lot of anxiety. But, like, yeah, also part of that with the emotional intelligence piece going back to the mind Mm -hmm. is knowing when to read the situation, which is why it's so important to know about your masculine and feminine energy because Mm -hmm. if you go into a situation with the wrong type of energy, you're going to make the situation worse. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely needed emotional intelligence in my anxiety because I had to manage that during the exam. And Mm -hmm. it was, I definitely needed my tools. I asked for help in the way that, because in the the book, in the test book, they said we couldn't use coping skills. And I was like, or coping tools. And I was like, the fuck? This is an exam to become a licensed therapist. Why the fuck can I use a fucking coping tool to calm myself during the damn exam? So fortunately, Makes I asked. Sense. Very contradictory. It doesn't. I, there, I have so many issues. So many issues. <laughs> but fortunately, I asked and I was able to keep my stuff in the waiting room. So what I did before I even went into the exam room was I grounded myself. Because first, I like, you know, you do the... um the tutorial on how to use the the computer for the exam and stuff. And I'm sitting there anxious and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I gonna start this exam anxious? Let me go out to the waiting room. I don't care if we just came in here. I'm gonna go out to the waiting room, ground myself, which involved stretching, which involved my uh, my rocks that I feel in my palms, which involved deep breathing. All of this is uh, feminine energy, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, before before I went back and beasted that fucking exam. <laughs> okay. So I'm just saying balance. You need both. Okay. All right. Let's go to the body. Where is uh, adi, feminine adi, adi, energy adi, 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 in adi. the body? Yes. Adi, adi. Adi. <laughs> um, <laughs> so as a cis woman, my exploration, again, with uh, rites of passage for my daughters and what I want to teach them about puberty, and I want a body positive household, I want a sex positive household. So I'm really, you know, looking into, you know, our bodies as cis women and it really made me like reflect and I'm like, we are hella disconnected from our bodies, y'all. Like hella disconnected, think about it. What are we taught about our vagina? What are we taught about our breasts? What are we taught about our menstrual cycles? What are we taught about um, like even just our sacral chakras and that energy and the womb and like we aren't taught anything because a lot of this shit due to Christianity was shamed and silenced. 
So we are so disconnected in that regard. Mm -hmm. And I learned that also working for almost five years of Victoria's Secret in four locations spanning three states. I was like, oh, Oof. women don't, <laughs> women don't, we don't know our bodies. Like we just, we're not taught to. We haven't had these conversations. My mom was uncomfortable. Her mom was uncomfortable. It was hella Christian. So there you it's go. Passing down the lack of courage to have those conversations exactly exactly it's like the shame around those you know and then it doesn't help the fact that a lot more black women you know come into their curves a little bit earlier and that means hiding to our chloe assets. i see you girl yes but she's an adult i know <laughs> like a lot of a lot of black women sure is. come into turn <laughs> come into their curves as children and then they get attention of grown-ass man which is fucking sick but yes, that's uh that's different that is an uh an episode living within the patriarchy um it's not yet to happen we still need to record that it's coming soon but um but yeah so then we have to hide our assets we have to hide our bodies mm -mm. to make sure we don't get that attention and it's just there's such a disconnection so like for me that feminine energy was getting back in tune with my body that meant stretching that meant dancing that meant moving my hips and in uh, understanding my menstrual cycle and the moon and in understanding my emotions and related to the menstrual cycle like it's it's really been a reconnection with my body and that has been my feminine energy okay? move that thing yes <laughs> um I would also say as far as uh, body for feminine energy, that's our hair. You know, black women mm. love, we have a whole history with our hair. Um, and then also just our appearance in and of itself, shopping, jewelry. Like we have a lot more um, ways of expressing ourselves in our appearance, um, just in all of the different qualities of our appearance. So just reconnecting with that with your body is, is your feminine energy. Um, anything else for body for feminine energy? Uh, I think sensuality. Yes. Tell me more. Uh, I think if a woman is balanced within that aspect of herself, mm -hmm. that feminine aspect of herself allows her to be somewhat of a, uh, not seductress, but like, I, it's just. You it's own just, your power, sis. Kind of, yeah. It's like <laughs> you, you. Yes. Own your power, sis. Shout out to you, Lord Hari. <laughs> what's what's the um what's the word I'm looking for? It's just like, yeah, it, it's a way to kind of draw people in because that's like, I guess it would be the equivalent of on the masculine side, the confidence piece. It's just like mm -hmm. a, a natural that big dick energy. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that natural <laughs> confidence yes, that yes. exudes from a person. Mm-hmm. And that confidence in itself makes that that particular mm -hmm. individual more attractive. So it's the same mm -hmm. thing I think I would say about women and their feminine sen sensuality, mm -hmm. where it's like they are able to just walk in a room and just, oh, just you know, like little, just you know, if you did like and a you little, know what you do, a little song, I love it. It would be like God damn, like you felt the en you literally the feel energy. the energy coming Yo, in. Yo, yes. Because I'm dating women, y'all. It is a thing. That should be electric. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Okay. Like that time I fixed her necklace. I knew what I was doing. 
Oh, what's her name? On my first date with a woman. Oh, what's her name? She had her chain on her necklace flip, and I offered to shout out to it. what's her name if you listen. And then, um, and then I moved it and I touched her. It was very, very sensual. Yeah, I loved it. I remember what it happened. Was, you, you was I like, was, you was running giddy. I, yeah, because <laughs> we both felt it. Like we, that was a great connection. So yeah. Mm. Shout out to what's the name? Yes. <laughs> but um, but yes, owning your sensuality, your sexuality. Like, let's embrace sex positivity. Let's let's not be shaming and judgmental. Check out the episode. Was it sex, shame, judgment, and a guilt trip? And the transition to sex positivity. How you be remembering these titles? I don't know either. But check out those episodes. <laughs> um because yes, like we need to own our power and that is a part of us. And if you learn about the chakras, the sacral chakra is that it is our sensuality. It is our sexuality and it's okay to own it. Mm. It is okay to own it because these men don't own it. All right. They don't. We live in that system that says that they do, but no, they don't have control over our bodies. They don't have control over who we consent to having sex with, who we consent to be sensual with. Like that's not them. That's on us. And that's where our power is. Okay. So embracing your power, acknowledging your power, getting familiar with your power by your damn self. Okay. (laughs) Like, yes, I love it. I love it. Yes. Thank you for bringing up that point. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, spirit, feminine energy in the spirit. Mm. So I was giving some examples earlier um, about how I was uh, grounding myself and I was doing some deep breathing and things like that. So to me, black women in particularly, and again, this is a personal opinion, (laughs) black women are the human embodiment of Mother Earth. Just because, I mean, look at us. Our skin is the earth. Our hair, whether it's locks or our curls, are of the earth, right? Roots, baby. Yes, it's 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 just we're we're it. We're Mother Earth. So reconnecting with our spirit and our feminine energy automatically, if it's related to the earth, will definitely allow us. If we connect to nature, it taps us into our feminine energy because it's it's literally a reconnection of us like black women are the first humans on this planet we are the givers of all life all human life on this planet like it it is us and reconnecting that is a is a big tap in to our feminine energy okay oh um let me know if you're gonna go forward because i gotta go to the bathroom real quick so if you want to take a break we can but if you want to go forward with the next question it's all good because this is, you know, your thing. Well, did you have anything about spirit before you go? I didn't, which is why I, was, I okay. said to do it right now. All right. Um, <laughs> what do you want to hear what I have to say? I don't know. I'll be right back. It's not okay, we're going to take a break. <laughs> All right, cool, cool, cool. All right. All right, y'all. Thanks y'all heard for listening. What, y'all, heard, y'all heard what just happened. Right. <laughs> Thanks for listening to It's So Real. <laughs> with your boy, Elso. And your girl, Rocky. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> we're back. Yeah, yeah. We're back. All right, Rocky, where did you leave off? <laughs> so I just went through the mind-body-spirit breakdown of how to reconnect yes. with your feminine energy. There we go. Okay. In a way that's outside of the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the next question, I think, assesses the imbalances within the masculine energy. Oh, okay. So okay. I do have something to say. <laughs> because... 
like while yes we needed to understand feminine energy outside of the patriarchy and again how to move forward in future generations Mm -hmm. but the modern woman also isn't the best option either and the modern woman is in that masculine so that being said what things do you have to change to become a balanced woman Mm. So I would like to take this time to say, check out our previous episodes, Strong, Independent, and Lonely Women. Lonely. And the Angry Black Women Syndrome. Mm. I would also just say to check out like our He Toxic, She Toxic, They Toxic series. We talk about toxic femininity. Um, Talk about a few things. Let's see. Two, two, two. Ladies, you decide your own pain. Yep. We definitely talked about it on that one. Men, you are more than ATMs. Like, just check it out. Okay. Um, names are kind of self explanatory. But, um, um, very good titles. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yes. So I think in addressing the question of what do women need to change to become a balanced woman Mm -hmm. it's like yes we have to assess these imbalances within masculine because again masculine is part of the balance but it's going to the extreme of hyper masculine and then because we also live in the patriarchal culture where hyper masculinity and toxic masculinity is present and continued like women grow up in that as well Right. You know, so so to address those imbalances and things that they would have to change, y- your ego has to die. Like same as men's ego has to die, yours does too. Mm. Like that's that's what would have to change. I know your ego is a defense mechanism to protect your emotional self, but it has to die in order for you to grow. You have to be self-reflective. You have to to understand and hold yourself accountable. Like it, it's, yes, men have issues and there are issues within our relationships, but there's also, also issues with women as well, okay? So it's, you have to accept that. If you want to become a balanced woman who is fluid in both their masculine and feminine energy when it's based on need and is not as going to the, the extreme extremes where it's going into hyper or toxic, like you have to do some self-reflection, which is the feminine energy, mm. okay? And part of that is your ego, which is usually in your mask because it's a protective strategy, like that has to die, okay? Now, masculine energy have boundaries (laughs) right like just because you are sacrificing that emotional protection of yourself doesn't mean logically you don't have boundaries for yourself Mm. like that is again a balanced way of using your masculine energy having boundaries so you are protected okay um this whole fighting men like getting in his face yelling spitting putting hands what the hell and then you trip when he puts your hands back like don't do that what the hell (laughs) like you imagine you doing that with another woman you think that shit would fly or do you think some shit would go down like i don't i don't get it i don't i don't get it so that shit gotta stop Okay. If you can't regulate your own emotions, you need to ask yourself if it's the best time for you to be in a relationship. 
right, so I definitely have something to say about that because it popped up into my Go head. Go for I it. I think the women that antagonize and are looking to egg on a fight with a man are worse than maybe some of the men who react and, and do the physical, I guess, reaction uh, mm-hmm. to it. Because you are in the context of a society where you know men are not supposed to hit women because of their strength and everything else like that. That's that's established amongst our society. I think, you know, back in the day, it might not have been as established, yeah. but in 2020, 2021, mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty yeah. solidly yeah, it's defined. Yeah, okay. it's not okay. <laughs> that's defined as, like, reprehensible. Like, nobody, there are biological differences. Yeah, nobody, <laughs> like, nobody in 2021 is accepting that. Mm-hmm. So you know within that context what you're doing by trying to get him to hit you by trying to do as many things you as ain't possible. gonna hit me right so it's like you want that because you want to be able to abuse him while playing being able to play the victim once he re, um he reacts mm-hmm. and i think that's just worse it's almost like an entrapment thing mm-hmm. but it's based off of you wanting to dominate somebody so it's either it's a lose-lose situation which is why i tell fellas if you are encountering a woman like this run like do not be within the same you don't need to be in that relationship yeah because she doesn't respect you at all but yeah she's she's putting you in a position where either she can abuse you 100 percent without any consequences because you can't do anything Mm -hmm. or the moment that you do do something those consequences don't match the retaliation like you're gonna go to jail <laughs> like the words mm-hmm. and all the things that she said even the hits that she's she might be like blowing mm-hmm. like laying on you won't they won't affect you as much as the consequences to the actions of you actually defending yourself in that moment mm-hmm. so you're in a lose-lose situation the only way out of that situation is literally out, out of, of the that situation yeah <laughs> like it's it's no there are no excuses mm-hmm. get the fuck out out of there because you are not going to win in that scenario i don't care how much of how good the sex is how good the pussy is i don't care how good other things are if she's abusing you in that way you need to fucking leave and the, ASAP. and the fact that women minimize that as abuse yeah that's a thing like that's, that's just that's, wild. this is not okay. your man you can take it or like or like i was just saying like no just, again think about shit. it if if that wouldn't fly with another woman why do you think the fuck it would fly with a man i don't get it that's what well, I say, like, goes back to the context. You know. Mm-hmm. You know very well. That's what makes it worse. Like, you know that you're at an advantage where you can you can just abuse and take advantage of that guy because of the situation. Because you know he's in a bind, either option. Mm-hmm. And that's where, fellas, it's on you to make that boss move to get the fuck up out of there and cut your losses. I know maybe you invested time and energy and money. It's not worth it. It does not matter, bro. Yeah. Get out of there. Yeah, it's not worth it. And I would also say this is where emotional intelligence plays a part. Because, again, ladies, you need to be able to regulate your emotions. I think a lot of what's not stressed in the culture of women hmm. is emotional growth. Like, mm. because it's already known because that you're already, ooh, yeah, got it, got it's, it. it's uh-huh. already known that women are more emotional than men, yeah. but it like, it just stops there. Right. <laughs> like, it's just, okay, you're more emotional. It doesn't mean you have to manage your emotions. It doesn't mean you have to express them in a healthy way. It doesn't mean you have to regulate them. Like there's no emotional growth in the culture of womanhood. And I think that there should be because 
again, growth is part of life. Like, why are you stopped growing? Okay, sure, you yelled and were impulsive when you were a teenager. You're still that way at 35? Mm. The hell? I think, yeah, oh man, this ties into exactly what you were saying. I, I think it's really hitting home for me now. Um, Cause you've said it before, but maybe it's just not really connecting. It's like women, because they're naturally had so many things on their plate and like maybe the expectations were already there for them. Mm -hmm. There have been so many things that are just glossed over when it comes to womanhood. Uh, the femininity part, the being uh, more, not necessarily agreeable for agreeable sake to just, I mean, I like, just be submissive, but to be agreeable, to get things done, to accomplish things, to collaborate. Um, also, when it comes to being able to just talk and communicate, those things, because women are naturally more communicative, uh, naturally better at communicating. It, it doesn't mean we're taught. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's almost like, all right, so men are naturally stronger, so they should never work out. Like, yeah. no, that's not how that works. Like, you still need to train. <laughs> you still, you need, still to train. need to learn yeah. your body and the best way to work yourself out. Like, right, so then, like, it, it would be the equivalent. Boom, here we go. There's a little boy who all his life analogies. was... <laughs> yeah. Who all his life, he spent all his time with women. He never, he didn't even know that other men or boys existed, mm -hmm. right? And he was socialized as as such so it's like yeah maybe he didn't work out maybe he didn't do all those things then he gets put into a man's uh man cave <laughs> basically like a whole bunch of dudes surround him and everything else like that and he's trying to compete in an athletic sport he's still thinking that because he's strong and dominated all the girls mm. in that field he doesn't have to do any work but then when it's he gets placed case. into that reality the actual case. situation nope. You do have to do work. So this is why things are changing now. We're in a new reality, ladies. Like, oh my gosh. If people... Men are doing work now, so you can't yes. just... Yes, shout out to the men like, going to therapy. You can't just be like, well, I naturally know how to talk. I've been talking all this time. Like, no. no. You have to actually put in work to improve. Time, energy, and effort to grow yourself. Right, to grow, to, to grow. Improve. If you want to be in a relationship, because again, you can be single. But again, you also need this in friendships, work relationships, family. Like, you still need these, <laughs> these skills. Like, I don't know. <sighs> yeah. So, I, it, it's really hidden. It's, it's gotten to the point where women have been, um, I, I think, like, yeah, holding it down, been doing multiple parts of the masculine feminine dance between the two of them. Mm -hmm. But because that's been happening for so long, there hasn't been, like, a growth area, <laughs> if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. And we've reached that point where that's no longer acceptable if the women want the desired relationships, career outcomes, et cetera, et cetera. Like that whole package mm -hmm. that a lot of women say that they want, that requires growth. It doesn't, the things that you were doing before are no longer just gonna work anymore. And, and holding yourself to historical standards. Yeah, that's not a good thing. Like we're not going back to the past. <laughs> right. We're only moving towards the future. And the future means growth. It means change. Like that's literally life. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> um, so again, it's, it's finding where, so looking at a situation and seeing what energy would best match that need. That's what it's about. Yeah. Okay. So like examples, masculine energy, that's for your boundaries. Mm -hmm. That's for task orientation. That's for confidence. Right. Whereas feminine energy, that's vulnerability. That's rest. 
rest. Yeah, I need to. In a capitalistic, I struggle with. In a capitalistic society, rest is not prioritized, and we all need to learn some of that. Yeah. Again, we all have this feminine energy. All need to learn some of that rest, but also wisdom, insight. You know, looking within again that that inner teacher. Yeah. I love that. So it's it's. Some things have got to change. Some things have, you have to grow. If you want to be a balanced woman, you have to grow. And you have to take a hard look at yourself in the things that you need to work on. And yeah. how they're impacting other people. Let's put it this way. If you're a woman right now and you're listening, you're thinking like, I don't need to work on anything. You have a lot to work exactly. on. Exactly. Like, ask around. Number one <laughs> would be your awareness of yourself. That's true. Because if you can't think of anything that you need to work on at any time, that's a serious problem. Like I'm a therapist and I know things I have to work on. Same. I know a lot of like, things I need to work on. Like again, life keeps changing. So do you. So why do you think there's no more growth? Yeah, no. I don't. Please I'll let me know it. in the comments below. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else for what things have to change? No, I think that's it for me. That's it for me too. Alrighty, to the either or. Okay, let's get it. So again, I'll still be answering first. <laughs> Cause you know. Yeah. She's a woman. A woman. <laughs> All right. Do you need a man, or do you want a man? <laughs> and for Oso to answer this, I said, as a man, uh -huh. do you want to feel needed, or do you want to feel wanted? Okay. Body language should tell you. So I'm going to say, want a man. And the question for me is do I want to feel needed or wanted? Ooh, that's hard for me. Do I want to feel needed or wanted? I want to feel needed. All right. So I'm gonna answer first, and okay. then I'm I'm interested in hearing more of what you have to say. But okay. but I'm gonna go first. So there's yeah, there's a lot of talk of needing a man, and I don't need a man. I'm independent. I can do things to myself and all that. Again, masculine energy. I agree with not needing someone else as an independent, self-sufficient, functioning adult, because that would be to like dependency. Yeah, and that's an unhealthy attachment with an adult relationship. Okay. However, wanting a man, meaning you want somebody in your life. Again, if you don't, cool. Be single. Have your fun. Nobody talking to you. <laughs> but if you want <laughs> a man, we'll talk, then yes, you have to make him feel wanted. Because otherwise, why would he choose to be with you? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't get it. So part of a man, of wanting a man is him knowing that you want him in your life, that you choose him. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, you could do it on your own, but you don't want to. You want to share that experience of life with him. Yeah. Uh, I picked men uh, want to feel needed uh, because I think, uh, I think that's what it is. I think there's a, a certain level of pride or, or maybe it's the ego that comes with it, like that, that comes with us wanting a woman to need us in some capacity not in an overly clingy uh like suppressing <laughs> way but more so like 
in a way of, I need your assistance. I need your help, your guidance, your leadership. Like those things, I think turn a man on, make a man feel good about himself, make him feel secure within his masculinity. It's an external validation, validation a source of validation for him. Um, versus feeling needed. No, you're saying that. Uh, versus feeling uh, wanted, wanted, rather. Um, yeah, thank you. <laughs> versus feeling wanted, I think maybe wanting is fleeting. And that's why I think I would choose that. Wanting kind of applies like you want something from me versus needing is more like that connection to me, I, I, I would say. Um, but that's just like my initial reaction to it. I think there, if you use one definition for the other, like if you're looking like from the perspective of those same needs or wants, like I want somebody who wants my leadership, who wants my uh, all those other things I listed for needs. You can interchange those two. It's more about like what you're using as a qualifier. So is it the wanting or the needing of my leadership, the wanting or the mm. needing of my mm -hmm. um, my just care and protection? Those things are what matters versus it being she wants or needs me for my money. That's something that usually doesn't turn off. <laughs> Check out our episode, Men, You Are More Than ATM. Right. <laughs> uh, or she wants or needs me for just my sexual. Dick. Yeah, you know, my, you know, my sexual experience. Mm -hmm. That, again, is temporary. Yeah. So it's like it's more about the qualifiers versus like the words of want and need. Mm. So that's why I was. Okay. Um. So what do you think about what I said? Um, yeah, it, for you, I think your answer lined up with, I guess, the experience of most, I can't say experience of most women, but like the answer matched up with the outcome women who desire that would want. Like how you said, for some women, this conversation isn't for you, you're mm -hmm. single, it's cool. But if you are a woman who desires once <laughs> a man <laughs> you gotta make him feel wanted yeah or desired <laughs> right there you go <laughs> um and i think your point is like accepting you for who you are and what mm. your strengths are yeah. and like wanting that in my life like we we've talked about your leadership skills and it's not that i don't have leadership skills he just has leadership skills in different areas than i do so again, knowing when and where to do and tap in you know? to your masculine and feminine energy. It helps with the relationship. Mm -hmm. So you're not butting heads, two masculine heads butting together mm -hmm. on something where I don't even need the lead. <laughs> I'm just default taking on this masculine. Just because role, he's a man. Just because. And it's like, if I could let that go, mm -hmm. not only, and this is the beautiful thing that people don't get. If I let that go, I don't lose any masculine energy like most people might assume that energy is still within me. And now I can apply it to another area that might be more suited for me mm -hmm. versus me fighting, putting hella masculine energy into something that I could delegate or like allow her to take the lead on, mm -hmm. which would help the whole overall goal that we're talking about. And I still have that energy. Cause we're also a team. Right. So 
the partner isn't just like a, a throwaway word. I think people really do just throw yeah. that away. Like, oh, that's my partner. That's my boyfriend. That's my blah, blah, blah. Like, well, that's why I started be, using partner. You know, because <coughs> I was like, supposed to be like your actual partner. Like, you I work me. with you. <laughs> yes. Like, y'all are collaborators. You know? Not instigators. <laughs> and like, like, and you're not supposed to be at each other's throat. That's not the goal of the relationship. Nah. All that drama. Fuck out of here. So again, we'll talk more about that in our next episode. How to have a balanced relationship. Yeah, that one definitely check out. Yes. We'll break everything down fully. Yeah. <laughs> um, but last question of this episode. Okay. What you got? Either you submit. Oh shit. <laughs> I know where this is going. Or, or you stay single. Damn. It's a spicy meatball. It's spicy. So I'm going to say I would rather stay single. Mm. I'm with you. <laughs> so let's look at the definition of submit. Because when I hear submit, I'm already hearing about power. <laughs> the ears perked up. <laughs> submit. Right? I'm it's already power dynamics and again patriarchy is a superiority of men over women so why would i submit in a power dynamic where that is a superiority complex whereas i want balance teamwork collaboration equal playing field you know like again Let's look at the definition of submission, shall we? Now, sure, a lot of people are looking at submission in a biblical context, but let's also remember that Christianity is highly patriarchal. Going back to the spirit of feminine energy, how the fuck is the all-being life force a man when life literally comes from women? Let me just, it's the father and the son. Ain't no women up there but to bear the actual child? Like, please explain it to me. So yes, patriarchy exists within Christianity. It's all up and through, okay? Goodness. I'm just saying, I, I don't get that. <laughs> if I believed in a God, she damn sure be, would be a woman. Like, I don't, like, if, if women on earth <laughs> just, now you get a all, I just, I'm sorry. Anyways, <laughs> all right, so submission, you know, on Google dictionary says or means <laughs> uh, the action or fact of accepting or yielding to a superior force or to the will or authority mm-hmm. of another person. A superior, you just perked up again. <laughs> a superior. So again, I'd rather stay single. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm with you, dog. Uh, Submission is just not a thing. First of all, I'm very much within my masculine energy. Just naturally, it's a default. Mm -hmm. Submitting, not necessarily aligned with that. (laughs) But uh, it goes back to what we were were talking about when it comes to the theme of the episode of balance, you know? Mm -hmm. If a woman is balanced, I think she will be more likely to let you take the lead. Now, letting you, so you take the lead is so much more different than submitting. Like, and just... Although some people say it's the same. I I would... 
They ahead. let they let him take the lead all the time. That's the problem. So that's why, yeah, that's what I mean. Like that where he makes the decisions the in the relationship. Why? And it goes back to that, <laughs> that default that we were talking about. So in the example that we were talking about before, where I was talking about like we're us button heads, mm-hmm. two masculine energies, button heads, when I could be using that masculine energy in another area. But it's like I'm forcing myself mm-hmm. to uh I don't know, change the uh uh change the oil in the car, uh uh, my wife's a mechanic. Let's say Rocky's a mechanic, <laughs> right? Naturally a mechanic. I'm forcing myself to be the guy who's taking care of the car, changing the oil, the tires, doing all this other extra stuff. When it's not that I'm incapable of it and that I can't do that as a man. It's just that this energy that I'm using to exert and butting heads when she wants to do it naturally because that's her my job. natural strength. I could be using that in some other area and that could be benefiting us as a couple but because i can't do that i'm over here button heads and fighting with her so on this example i can let her take the lead on that and it allows us to flourish as a couple Mm -hmm. versus me just button heads again so if you aren't able to do that you might need to stay single and that's the whole point if you're not able to and that's why, like, submitting is, like, using it interchangeably, like what you were saying. Mm-hmm. If you're not able to distinguish between that submission of, well, you're in the default role, you're a man, or, oh, you're in the default role. Nothing, get, to, get in the kitchen, girl. Nothing you, you're a woman. about your genitalia, <laughs> like what? <laughs> hormones, nor gender identity is a requirement for any of the gender roles that are placed on right. us. Again, it's not that, like, some of these are completely thrown off skew. If, if I am good at, at, like, you know, doing things with with uh, cars or anything else like that or just mechanical engineering. I'm better at cleaning. Or something else like that. I don't even want to be. <laughs> <laughs> right. If it's just natural and it fits, cool. But if it doesn't, you don't need to force it on each other. That mm-hmm. makes it worse. Like. Like, I am not a handyman, dog. Call up, bruh, bruh. Mm-hmm. Hey. <laughs> Yo, you do okay, cool, cause I don't. <laughs> so, so in your in your context, just to sum it up, you don't look at it as submission as you look at looking at who has leadership where and allowing right. that fluidity right. to play. So out. yeah, all right. So so to make it real clear, submission goes in the category of I'm submitting to you within the gender roles that you've been assigned in totality. So mm-hmm. like. You're a man, you're handling uh, the finances, the money, you're the handling... The decisions for the house. Oh, sure, <laughs> he includes me in the conversation, but he makes the decision at the end of the day. Why? Why? So, yeah, <laughs> I handle all that, and, and there's Where no wiggle as, room. Whereas... Versus... Le- I don't want to learn lead. about investment. I don't. I don't want to <laughs> learn it. I'm like, hey, you are naturally interested in learning it, so I'm going to trust you in your learning it. It's, yeah. it. That is different than deciding everything about our lives. Right. <laughs> so that's the difference between, in this context, the submission, uh-huh. everything blanketed, you take charge, versus letting someone take the lead, mm-hmm. which is delegation, picking yes. your spots. Yes. Being aware Love of it. when and where you can put your energy in and your focus in to make sure that the team, mm-hmm. you and your partner, win the motherfucking championship. Let's do it, baby. Versus, all right, yo, I'm going to shoot threes. You can't shoot threes. <laughs> I, I want to, though. 
It don't matter if you want to know. You don't know how to shoot. Yeah. Get your ass under the basket. Get the rebound. <laughs> Post up. All right. Mm-hmm. That's that's what that's all it is. All right. You can't be Shaq, Shaq and Kobe. All right. Teammates. <laughs> all right. That's what made the championship happen. And again. The 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 key to this is Shaq balance. Shoot threes. Kind of <laughs> shit is that? He can't shoot free throws. The key to this is balance. The key to this is fluidity. Like the traditional woman is in the extreme of feminine. The modern woman is in the extreme of masculine. Both of those are rigid and on the other ends of the expe- the spectrum. Right. You need both. You need to be able to ex- access both because it depends on the situation what you need to present with. Exactly. Whew. Well. That's it for me. That's all I got. You know? You know? Yeah. So remember to check out part one, Divine Masculine and Feminine Energy, where we talk about the qualities of masculine and feminine energy within nature as well as within humans. Mm -hmm. Um, How to Become a Balanced Man, which is part two. Yep. And then check out our upcoming episode, How to Have a Balanced Relationship, part four in our Finding Balance series. Yeah. Check that out next week. Yes. Um, Yeah. I I think. Do we have any church announcements? Oh, uh, Before we wrap up, so I do want to address address the um, trans, non-binary, queer community. Mm, okay. Um, because I know this has been very heteronormative and very gender normative, but I think a lot of the issues within Black relationships are because of gender roles or because mm-hmm. of patriarchy and the implications that it has on cis people and it's like we got it that's why the the he toxic she toxic they toxic series was talking about it that's why finding balance was touching on this because we as cis people have to get our shit together like you all are already having these conversations having these these explorations of self and understanding the fluidity whereas cis straight people whoops cis straight people are not having and it's like we <laughs> cis ass gotta get caught up like y'all we fucking these mics up I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know so i, I do want to make that announcement i hope to after the next episode and then the living with patriarchy uh within patriarchy episode i hope to have it be uh not as binary um and not as heteronormative I hope to to explore more. Um, I mean, yeah, but we're usually good at that. Like, it's not like um, you but know. I, but with the He Toxic They Toxic series, which was the series mm-hmm. previous to this, and then the Finding Balance, it's a, it's been a lot. So I just wanted to put that yeah that out. I think they get it. The mm-hmm. audience knows. They know that we we not were all, all the time. Some... I didn't see some shit. Uh, well, yeah. Mean, hey, yeah. <laughs> Everybody, again, like if, if you listen to the podcast consistently, which you should, I encourage you to, <laughs> uh, you know, like we, we cover a, a wide range of topics, but mm-hmm. if we make it too wide on one subject, mm-hmm. uh, it we're not addressing some exactly. of the issues. We can't address everything. Yeah. We'll, like we'll, we're not going to run our episodes. I promise yeah. you. <laughs> got so we'll days. get to it for sure. But, like, if we're talking about a specific subject and it applies to us, especially within the black community, mm-hmm. um, then we we like to target it and get as much out of that topic as possible. Um, while off- offering always, like, the caveat, like you just did, that, mm-hmm. like, A, there are still aspects within our community that aren't necessarily fully represented in this conversation, but we mm-hmm. can get to that conversation and have that conversation be just and do justice to those within that community mm-hmm. by having like either a full episode or an episode 
where we dive deeper into it and have had certain sections because you know we sectioned off our and, and yes we on YouTube we have a black and queer playlist so yeah. definitely check that we'll also out that. and on SoundCloud we have that playlist I don't think Anchor or any of the other platforms allow us to, to divvy it up but we do have episodes uh, for the, the queer community um, or the LGBTQ plus community mm. and then also realize that I'm only three years in my queer journey, so I'm also new to the community and culture, and I'm I'm learning and I'm sharing as I learn, but I'm also new to this, and I'm the queer one of us. So like, you so, know, there's right. also that. There's actually a balance of <laughs> of our content because mm-hmm. of that, which is a good thing. Yeah, um, yeah just, I'm sure there are a lot of people in, in conversations that are like learning something. If you were like a uh, a man who never heard these conversations before mm-hmm. uh, i'm sure my perspective has helped you to maybe digest some of these things a little bit easier because it's not coming straight from uh a source that you might not identify um but that's that's the point of this mm-hmm. we got make sure that we all are talking to each other so that we're not losing connection with yeah, each other because sure. as black folk and just as people who are on that positive vibrations, which is all I'm about, we need to make sure that we're talking to each other and not talking at each other. And approaching it with that softer communication there of trying to understand each other. Exactly. That way we can get some understanding and have better connections and relationships. Because mm-hmm. if we do that, we can build a stronger nation of us yes. together. Of all of our diversity. Of all and of our intersectionality. There we go. And then we can just keep flourishing. And then the next generation will have to deal with all the fuck shit that we doing. Huh. Millennials really are like, God damn, there's a lot of healing. <laughs> yeah, but we're doing the work. We are. We're doing the work for the future generations. So here's hoping. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening to It's So Real. What's your girl, Rocky? And yeah, boy, also. You have a beautiful day. Take care of you. All right. Peace. And love. Always. We out. And you know this. <laughs> Mwah. <laughs>